This is episode 317 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. I'm writing this as he reads it, Manzano. Uh, I'm reading this as he writes it, Manzano. Will, to the dark side or not to the dark side, Hagwood. Uh, they just have a certain way with dice that uh, seems irresistible. Ryan, conditional dice suck. Just bring real guns. Stanizuski. Yeah, quit messing around with stuff that says, well, if you have bullseye or if you have this or that, just bring stuff with three dice main and four dice range one. Kill the things faster and easier. And James, patience is key. Ritter. Uh, yeah, I just had new Luminara uh, for Shatterpoint. It just came out, and I was running Obi and Lumi, the Patience Masters, this weekend. It was very fun. Well, today uh, we got a plethora of little tidbits of announcements and news that we're going to hit. We're going to talk about the announcement that AMG gave us about World Open Qualifiers. Let you guys know what events we are planning on be being at that we're going to be streaming for you, as well as just kind of talk about uh, store championship updates. How have we been doing? What have we played in since the last time we've talked? Hey, I played in one. Since the last time we've talked, I know, kind of crazy. And uh, we're also going to talk about competitive consistency and tournament rules, um, how we, some of the experiences that we're having, some of the things we're seeing, and to help be a resource for uh, TOs out there, or maybe TOs or people that are thinking about running an event, uh, or maybe that are newer at it, and just give you guys a little bit of advice uh, as a player, but also as the TO. So as for announcement and news, uh, we've talked about it. Store championships are underway. Make sure to check with your local stores. The Gold Squadron Store Championship, August 26th, and it's official. Registration is live. Registration is live. If you're watching live right now and you can be in the Chicagoland area during that time, the link, I just put it in the chat. Um, it's also going to be in the description of this podcast and on the YouTube video. So feel free to click it there to get signed up. It's $15 to get signed up. And there's also a Roll Better event. Get yourself signed up on there and we will get you into the tournament. Um, uh, Ron Longy, who's now the event coordinator at Pastimes, hasn't given me any type of uh, cap for players, so just show up and let's have a good time essentially sign up sooner than later though uh <laughs> so that we can plan accordingly that would be that would be great um AMG dropped a huge list of world um, open qualifiers. Let's go ahead and bring up that view here real quick. So just a huge schedule. And our very first world open qualifier that's coming up is the Lone Star Open in a week and a half, which is great. You know, that event for a long time has been uh, mostly a community event, right? Like it's been a community run event. It's been a little bit smaller, uh, you know, people trying to bring in some official prizing from other things. It gets to stand on its own two legs now. The Lone Star Open is an official um, event, uh, and we know about the prizing here. They've talked about World Open qualifiers, four invites to the 2024 Adepticon World Championships, and, of course, uh, travel and accommodations for the winner. There's going to be other prizing and stuff as well. 
but uh, that's just confirmed. That's very similar price structure as was before when it came to the invites. Uh, after that, Gen Con, uh, August 3rd to the 6th, and the Nova Opens, the last one I'm going to mention here. There's, there's, a, there's a full list. I mean, can I say one of the things I really, uh, I really, really liked? Check this out. We got... Of course, we knew that there's going to be some in the United States, uh, in North America, because uh, there's one in Canada as well. We know that there's going to be European stuff, but I love seeing this. There is an event planned in South Africa. There is an event planned uh, in uh, – where was it? In China. All right. We have Australia. We have Singapore. And there's – in the works, I love seeing this. There's an event in the works in Chile as well. South America for a long time has not have an official event. And it looks like while it not, may not be on the books yet, it's in the process of getting planned. And I love seeing that there. Um, super excited uh, to find out what that is. Maybe maybe we can make a trip. <laughs> head, head back down to South America. Uh, it could be uh, – it'd be, it'd be a good time. But anyway, so super excited about that. Um, but I want to take a second and uh, talk about Gen Con. As you guys know, the last couple of weeks, I had said like, all right, so we, we still are not allowed to stream, okay? We, we're, or we're not, what's the word I'm looking for? The space is not available for us to do what we normally do. Uh, we have... Our, our upcoming events, uh, I know you got that's what we're known for, right? Traveling to events, bringing you uh, the pastime store championship is going to be streamed. But when it comes to world uh, open qualifiers, we are officially um, confirmed for the Nova Open, the Golden State Games event, the St. Laurent Open as well. And the one that we're still waiting on, just to double check, is LVO, but most likely will be there as well. Plenty of space, no problems there. So, Excited about that, but when it comes to Gen Con, uh, boys, I made I made a, I made a decision today. I'm gonna go play at Gen Con. Yeah, yeah. Which day? Thursday. You should. Thursday. Oh wow, Thursday. you're gonna be there early. Right, does, does this cue the uh, the training montage for Dion now? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, we, we, we can just jump into the store championship stuff. Um, let's let's talk about it. So I went 0 for 4 at the store championship that we played in last weekend. I wasn't surprised. I had a great time. There was a fifth round, but I was like, I don't think I could justify playing another round. I should probably go home, help get the girls in bed, and do all that. And my wife was very very appreciative of that. But I'm like, guys, oh. It lit a fire. I was just like, oh, because there was <sighs> there were these moments in the game because it, I, I played a squad that I never practiced before. Uh, did all the things that we tell you guys not to do, right? When you're trying to like trying to win a tournament, mind you, I wasn't trying to win a tournament. I was just coming to play games and like refamiliarize myself with the player experience and uh, like the. Every like the big mistakes that I made, I saw them coming a moment after like I made a decision. For instance, like setup. I set up and was like I was like, oh, I'm not sure, maybe this will work. And then I'm setting first styles and going, I've already lost the game. <laughs> you know, having having these moments and it was uh it was kind of I don't know how to how to say it. It was it was kind of fun. 
kind of fun to be back at square i don't want to call it square one but to be in the um back in the player seat is probably just what what i what i wanted to to talk talk about a little bit but yeah i i did terribly and had a great time that's what i wanted to say so my expect my expectations for gen con are the same it's just to play like my job is to play would i like to like win a game sure but even if i go over however many rounds they're planning on doing um i think it'll still be still be a good time Dion, what did you fly and why what did i fly and why i flew um han the og han lando thane kyrell and sabine so the, as for the reason why, I was going through uh, lists over the last couple like bigger store championship events, and I came across the shoot. I'm forgetting. I net listed this off of off of a tournament. Somebody went top eight, and I had been thinking about building a Han list. I know we were talking a little bit before. I overheard a conversation before we got ready. Sounds like I may have brought the wrong Han list, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a. But uh, but anyway, top. I I brought it because it had two large bases that just seemed fun. I hadn't flown the Falcon in a long time. Uh, Thane seemed like a wrong choice, but I didn't have the time to think about it uh and sabine was a lot of fun but uh was a there were there was some firepower issues uh that i that i ended up in but i i had fun which is what i was looking for what were you saying there james sorry cut you off i was gonna say that at the welsh open yes uh, that was it there was a player that did pretty well with uh that same list yes that that's a whatever that person's name is is who i netlisted it off uh, of daniel athy there you go thanks dan thanks buddy old pal so since the last time we chatted actually marcel and will you guys were both at that source championship how did uh how'd you guys end up that day uh i ended up three and two so i was three and one and then um uh who did I lose to? I lost to John Babcock. Mm -hmm. uh, that one was complete pilot error. Um, it was a close game until I decided to land on rocks two turns in a row. And my okay. heaviest hitter was uh, not rolling any dice. Well, I was rolling dice just against myself. Uh, you know, do I take the extra damage or not? Um, and, and yeah, against someone like John, if you land on rocks two turns in a row, it's just going to... It's going to punish you yeah yeah it's just gonna go downhill and then um that was the yeah that was, that was like the second to the last round in the last round i lost to nick um and that was like a, another snowball one so that that's one where you get a bad variance turn mm -hmm. and that bad variance just kind of like like snowballs because now like uh you're in oak oh, i got a I got to do something extra special to try to like stop, you know, to, to correct. And then you overcorrect and, yeah. and you know, it's those situations where you probably should just continue to play the same one. The, so that particular one, I was three to it. Um, really good tournament though. Um, so, oh, well, are we saying our store championship stuff or, or, or well, you're asking, well, how you did that day? 
I don't quite understand your question, Marcel, but I'd love to well, hear you say, Marcel and Will, how did you do? But then, yeah, yeah. What, did you, what did you fly and how did you do? Why did you fly it? Uh, so, well, that's how I did it, three and two. I don't remember what I, f I flew to be exact. To be, because I've 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 gone to four and I flew. You weren't you didn't fly the Scorch Bomber yet, did you? You're still on. Scorch no, that was not Scorch Bomber yet. No, but that's, I've I've gone to four and I've flown four different lists. I flew two Empire once and two First Order once, I think. Um, and I haven't flown the same list, not because I'm not trying to win. It's just I haven't found something that I like. Um, the so yeah, so I've tried different Empire lists. I just didn't like it, and I know you can go to like the the Darth Vader boys and like some of the tried and true lists. Just not, you know, it's not really what I, what I feel like flying. Uh, same thing with like a lot of the Rebel lists; they're really good. They've been winning a lot, but it's just not something that that I'm interested in flying at this moment. So maybe handicapping myself by not. But not taking what's tried and true. So I've I've flown a couple Empire lists and I've I've been playing around with first order lists, um, with two whispers, Kylo and Nightfall, uh, Malris. Then I tried D T and um uh, tie F O D T and then Scorch Bomber. Uh I like Scorch Bomber better. It just gives you a lot more flexibility. But out of all the practice games and the tournament games, just Blackout just seems to to not pull his weight at five points. So, um, you Blackout's know. Blackout's been... Uh, hmm? No, sorry. I'm think, I, I was thinking about a different pilot. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Blackout. And again, he, he there's nothing wrong with Blackout. Um, it's just uh, the single mod offense... I oh even when I get because I fly without maneuver even when I get like the the, the out maneuver and um, you know behind the rock and I'm turning it you know Luke Skywalker into zero agility Luke and then I roll hit blank blank and I'm like ah you know so it's it's been that so it, it it's um it's it's just not for me or you know so I'm gonna swap him out. So I'm keeping the rest of the list, and this next weekend, I'm going to swap them out. Uh, try Von Reg. I mean, that's something that I wanted to try. It's It never hurts to have I-6, and more than anything, I can just double mod. <laughs> so, so I'm tired of rolling blanks. So I'll be like, I'll just... I encourage to try Lone Wolf Procket Blackout with Sensor Scrambler. Uh, I'm, I might if, if I just don't like Von Reg, but at the moment... Um, like I said, just blackout's been a bit of a, uh, he's good on paper, just I haven't been able to make him work the way that I want him to work. So Von Reg is probably a little bit more my speed in terms of repositioning after moving versus, um, you know, the pre-position. Um, so anyway, I'll give that a try, but ultimately, like, it's just been a, um, like joy, like a ton of fun. I, I, every single event has been full of uh, people that I like, people that that uh, I haven't seen for a long time, and then some people that I see almost on a weekly basis. You know, like like Babcock, like Tobin, um, you know, Brandon and them. So it's been good to 
see people on a regular basis again mm-hmm. and all of the TOs have been uh all the TOs and store owners have been generally like very upbeat and positive about just running the events and and it's been pretty good energy i I don't think in any of the ones that i've been i've i've seen a bad interaction you know where like some where two people are upset at each other Mm -hmm. or like judge 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 like i haven't seen any of that in any of the in any of the tournaments at any whether it's you know the the winning table or the losing table i haven't seen any any um any of that type of attitude I think people are just happy to be doing, st- you know, store kits again. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so that, that's that's where. I'm, oh, and and Kayla's been going with me every time, and um, uh, Kayla's actually been flying the uh, a rebel list with with Han, and uh, she's been doing really well. Uh, yesterday, she got second place uh, at the one we went to yesterday, uh, and only lost to the to the eventual winner in a in a very close, um, very close match. And she almost took one out of Will, too. Uh, you played her. I was going <laughs> to say uh, that um, I played Kayla in the, would have been fourth round. Uh, ended up going win-win tie, which messed everything up. If you imagine there's 20 people at this tournament. Mm-hmm. So... 10 winners, then five winners. And then in round three, two of those winners tie. And I think the pair down lost. So it ended up being just John and Nick is the only three and O's going uh-huh. into the fourth round. So like, man, competition was dropping, but uh, the uh, the match I, well, wait, I should say my list. I'm flying. Uh, Vader, Bell, Vyapin, of course. Then Tomax, Barrage Rockets, uh, super amazing. I'm taking Merrick and Juno. Love those crits and Tiger Lock. And then I got convinced by Ryan to put the rear <laughs> in there as my last spot. Drove my own Sky Strike, had to buy it. But a couple practice games in the rear was just doing something that my list needed. I needed somebody mobile. Everybody else could shoot guns. But I needed somebody who could actually fly around the board. And, oh, man, Larue was a blast. Uh, Marcel, you're saying that you're not used to pre-moving? Man, I took a crash course in Larue uh, following, uh, <laughs> like, the week up until that tournament. I've flown a lot of Echo and, like, a lot of Strikers and stuff like that. Adas who can kind of move around. But, man, trying to do it all the time. Um, is tiresome to say the least. But wow, uh, what a, what a ship though! Uh, honestly, my surprise uh, MVP out there. Um, let's see. But yeah, I did play Kayla. That Han. The only reason I beat her is that uh, I was able to get a few leak and a structural damage on her Han. Ah, there it, it just is. Couldn't it? Couldn't leave. I had too many exits covered for it. So. I uh, had to trade Vader for it, but Han was worth more well, a, more of a point than I do. But yeah, Kayla's been, so she's got Keo and Wedge along with Luke and Sabine. 
I think, and then, uh, and then Han as well. And it's tricky to like, you need that Han in the fight. You got to use his health as a resource. Mm-hmm. And she almost, almost got away with that Han, uh, that I fully committed to. Um, but I ended up pulling off at the end, uh, through some lucky crits. And then faced uh, Nick. So Nick's the only undefeated. And then I am the only person, or sorry, Nick's the only person with only wins. And I'm now the only other person without losses. And had a close game, but I messed up. It's Scramble. And I was too worried that he's flying Anakin, Wolf, uh, Oddball, Contrail, and Slider. So 7B Anakin. And I was so worried that a 7B Anakin was going to come mess with Lavere that I never took my scramble objective. I was kind of just like hiding and uh, whatnot. And those points ended up costing me the game. Uh, was close at, at time, uh, 22 to 21. I didn't end up getting that uh, 7B Anakin, but didn't have the objective points to uh, make up for it. Uh, but I think Nick said that was his uh, third or fourth finals table of the season. So his time was his time was due. There's nothing I could do to stop that. <laughs> uh, the um, I was going to ask you guys this. I only played Rebels until Nick, Nick Tobin's uh, Republic. Mm-hmm. What was the faction spread for you guys? Uh, Empire, Empire, scum. That day was almost all Empire, but different. It's um, different store champs have been and Rebel. Different pockets. Uh, that was mostly mm-hmm. Empire, but then um, I've been in other ones where there's been uh, a lot of Rebel. Um, this last one yesterday, I played a CIS list, a. Uh, CIS, a First Order, uh, a Rebel, and a Empire, I think. Yeah, Empire and Rebel. So I played a little bit of everything. Yeah. Lost to the CIS list. Um, it was uh, Tim Woodbury. Really? What was it? it, it, it no, it was actually uh, Count Dooku and Maul in the in the in the um, the scimitar, the baddies. Yeah, in the scimitars, the Dirge yeah. and um, four oh four. And um, yeah, I was. It, it was a re- really yeah, close I game. So. I, ha- I I I killed Dooku. Uh, I did never even shot at Maul. Like I, I killed Dooku in four hundred four. I killed Dirge, <laughs> but killing Dirge doesn't mean anything because he just comes back to life. So I killed everyone except Maul, but Dirge came back to life. Mm-hmm. And um, the last round, I was up twelve ten, and it just. Yeah, yeah, I was up twelve ten, but the last round it just did like that. Like a, he killed two ships in that turn, so it, it swung heavy. Were both his shots, both of Maul's attacks killed two ships. No, it was one with Maul and one with oh. the re, 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 back to life, rejuvenated, rejuvenated dirge. <laughs> so what, so what was the list again? It was Dooku, Maul, Dirge, and what? And 404, the, the the extra dice at range one with an advanced torpedo. Yeah, the, the hyena. The hyena, the hyena yeah. yeah. It, was a, it yeah. was a nice list. Uh, he actually I went three you, and one. I think you have to, I yeah. think you have to go both uh, CG Coruscants to squeeze in the three and the six. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's what it was. I was like, yeah. well, I was like, what? Diku, I was doing yeah. the. Diku is yeah. at six, and then Maul's at seven, and then you essentially have yeah. another six points. You should be able to find it on Roll Better or something. But it's it's a very clever list. Like when I first I played them round one, and when I saw it, I'm like, ah, this might be, uh, not the you know I'm not playing against something that's. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's he went three and one, and his only loss was to Kayla. Um, Kayla was the only one to beat him. Um, yeah, Han, so he did really well. fighting airs infiltrators is not going to go well for the <laughs> well, yeah i mean it, it's uh you know but anyway so you know we were poo-pooing on cis and scum but they they've got options they've got showing their, up yeah they, they they can do things okay cool Ryan. just to make sure that uh <clears throat> they didn't bring a scimitar title on mall right no, uh, Dooku had the scimitar. Yeah, Dooku's, Dooku has to have it because he has the standardized card, but I could see people accidentally bringing it. No, I'll bring the standardized yeah, card. It, that then I, it yeah. yeah. And Yasby, I think Yasby like, automatically it blocks it. locks it, it out. It should block yeah, it. It's yeah. not going to let you. Well, Yasby let us have CLT on Mace for the past year, and we see how that went. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. It's not an official thing. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but we gotta be careful. <laughs> Ryan, have you been uh, done any store championships since the last time we talked about one? Uh, no. Um, I kind of have quite a bit of a break until. I mean, most of it's because I've had other things to do, family-wise and mm -hmm. whatnot. But I've got an event I'm going to the Forest City Open. First time going to a Canadian event in London, Ontario, next weekend. So not the 15th and 16th, the 22nd, the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Um, that one's definitely built to be like a larger than average store championship. They got a ton of extra prize support. Um, they're actually, I think, renting out some space in a local university. So it's not just a singular store. Um, so it looked to be pretty cool. Um, and then the weekend after the 29th, I'm helping run my local store event at Eternal Games in Michigan. Uh, specifically uh, Warren, Michigan. So if anyone wants to make the trip, um, I also have additional prize support beyond the standard set. Um, I purchased uh, a pack or a large pack of the uh, Helmet series by Jim Harnock. Um, the tokens that are for Curl Paw that Farmer and Fly Better kind of closed out with as a charity thing. You purchase them, it goes towards a charity. So I'm keeping only one set for myself individually, but all four of each of the helmets are all going to go towards participation pricing for my event. On top of um, a, a lot of the, the world's uh, attendee community that like shared cool local alt arts and they wanted to, you know, here's our squadron from here, here's this alt art, or here's this token. I'm taking that and pulling that into uh, some raffle grab bag type stuff, so. Um, plenty of uh, room that we have. Well, technically, we have a cap of 32 just because of the time limit of the day. If we go more than 32 players requires more rounds of play. We'll get into that type of topic later. Um, but yeah, that's so after it's been a while, basically, I think the only star championship I played, I won. So cool. I'll take it. <laughs> if I don't play anymore, I'm technically undefeated. Aha. I know. I'll be going to uh, one in basically two weeks and then helping host one in three weeks. And then I'm not going to Gen Con this year. I'm going to Nova. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, James? 
Uh, no, I've done my uh, my store champ a couple of weeks ago. Um, that was the one currently planned for Utah. Um, I don't think that there's any other store champs uh, that have been announced yet um, for the area. And um, I haven't seen any that are super close as far as like traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, if anything pops up, then I'll probably go to it and play some more Naboos. Um, <laughs> so uh, go but grab my Naboos I, very quick. Yeah, just <laughs> got, any, got any more of them Naboos. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that, I think uh, it's been doing a lot of uh, focus on uh, Shatterpoint lately. Uh, just been really enjoying that. I think uh, next month is uh, Mace and uh, Padme. So super excited to run Padme and Lumi together again in Shatterpoint, just like I do in X-Wing. So cool. uh, that'll be fun. Awesome. All right. So there's your store championship update. Uh, man, I, I, I'm excited to just play some more. Like that's, that's, that's where, where I am right now. Like, I know I don't have as much time to like practice as I wish I did, but, uh, you know, if I have to practice live at bats, essentially, right. It's like, you know what, when when do we practice? We don't, we just, we just show up and wing it. Do the best job you can. That's where I'm at right now. Awesome. So, um, in our chat, Marcel, you brought up, so we're moving on to our next topic, by the way, transition here, Marcel in our chat, um, our GSP chat, you brought up uh, an issue that you've run into a couple of times. In our notes, I labeled it as competitive consistency and tournament rules. So can you paint us a picture of what was what is the issue that you ran into um, uh, so that we can kind of address it, take it apart, give some suggestions uh, for for TOs, and uh, and go from there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, let's let's. I want to change the word from issue to a a circumstance or a situation. Uh, sure. I just think issue has kind of like a negative connotation. It's not. It's not. It's not a, a negative thing. Let's it's talk just, about it's, it's an occurrence. The event that happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in in two of the tournaments that we've played, that I played in store championship. Me, yes, two specifically. Of the store championships that I right, cool. Specifically, there's been um, well, there's been multiple with like. 20 plus players but there's usually been for example there was one with 20 plus players but they specifically said we're going to play four rounds and there's going to be a cut to something so you know there's very uh but in two of them they were 20 uh plus people and then determined to be five and all you guys were at one of them um that's the one where you you know we just talked about that nick went five and oh and but in that one after four rounds there was a clear winner like nick was the only undefeated person um or at least i mean nick was the only four and person four win person uh after the end of four rounds so it was but uh i was france no it was who i forgot who was the was it francois tournament yeah that was francois yeah, that yeah. Nick won. so francois you know obviously 
you know, the Thieves had to play the fifth round, and then basically it'll be between William and and Nick Tobin, and then they win it. And then in uh, yesterday's tournament, the same issue came up where it was 20-plus people. It was said um, there's going to be five rounds. It was said from the beginning it's going to be five rounds. And then, uh, at, it, again, I don't know how it occurs because I, 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 I I'm not a – I'm not a – I don't understand how it occurs, but at the end of f- four rounds, there was one undefeated person. There wasn't two undefeated. So it right. could be drops. It could be other stuff. Uh, and the uh, and the TO decided, you know, like uh, I, I don't know when it was decided, but it was it was told to me and it was told to other people, you know, about like ten minutes before the fourth round ended. Hey, uh, there's going to be a an undefeated player. So we're just going to forego the fifth round and we're going to call it after four. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, same situation, two times. And uh, I know at least from like Kayla's perspective, because she had the highest strength of schedule. She was in second place and she knew that going into the third, the fourth game, uh, she ended, she, she lost the third game so going into the fourth game she was going into 1-1 but she knew that if she wins 3-1 and one and 4-1 and one, like she's still in it mm-hmm. uh, and she and I'm not I'm, I'm sure other people as well you know kept on playing instead of going home because it's a little far it's like an hour 15 away from us uh, she's like no I want to keep playing because I have an opportunity you have a chance I, yeah yeah I still have a chance and I want the invite so she wanted to play um so it's kind of like a, 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 for her it was it was kind of a feels bad in terms of like unmet expectation. She was thinking like she was going to have an opportunity. She wins, uh, and and other people as well that were probably in that same, you know, good strength of schedule with the three and one record. Uh, I don't know what I I, I don't have any. Uh, uh, I, I wanted to bring it up to you guys just as a discussion. I think mm-hmm. one of them, because uh, I, I I don't know, uh, I I was in the middle of a game when when the TO told me, right. So I I I, I just didn't exactly full. I, I heard that he said there's going to be a four and zero player, so we're just going to call it here. But I know he did say something about like. Uh, I was trying to look it up. I looked it up on Google. So he went somewhere to look for the information to see if that was a a like a, a viable option to mm-hmm. do within the tournament rules. Right. Um, I never been a TL, so I don't know where to go for this information. Usually, when I have this type of questions, I just ask you guys because you guys are are a little bit, you know, especially Ryan. Uh, well, especially Ryan when it comes to like tournament and legal or like rule stuff and William um, when it comes to like you know like interactions like like is this a legal interaction or not <laughs> am I cheating <laughs> <laughs> all right so I just want to I just want to kind of give quick hits yeah. so you're and saying the, the that you were thing, yeah, you the were... big thing I just want to make sure that this this comes across is that this is not a a gripe or a you did something no, wrong. It's, it's an opportunity for learning right yeah and, and more yeah. than that is is i think it's a good discussion because it happened twice 
in, a, in like a three-week period where that situation was a possibility. So I'm like, it must happen. If it happened twice in a three-week period in Chicago, it must happen all over the place all the time. So it's mostly just to, uh, for, for the TOs that do listen to kind of at least figure out, you know, have a discussion and, and, and one, if there is a written rule, so, so we can bring it up. And if there isn't a written rule, just have a discussion about um, how people feel about it. Okay, so to so I just want to make sure we get a quick summary. So you were in two store championships where you were told that we had more than sixteen people. Yeah, like twenty plus. Yeah. Okay, so around around twenty people, and we're told that there was going to be five rounds of play. That that sounds. And there was a clear. No, but hold on. I just I just want to get those two facts. Correct. Like that. Two facts, yeah. You were told before the event started that there would be five rounds. So, um, whoopsie. So I want to start by just kind of. Uh, I pulled up here the um, the X Wing should come back up here in a second. The uh, on the Atomic Mass Games website there is a uh, a tournament doc that should populate. At any moment, there it is, um, a tournament doc that gives you some clear-cut rules as to what the what what kind of cut you should have. So it's uh, right here. All right, well, enhance, enhance, right there. Because I know sometimes what ends up happening is there's there's sometimes con- there's you have to balance how many how much time is a store going to give you, right? How much time is the store going to give you, and what uh, what what are the rules of the event? So I would say you're. Oh my God, this thing happened again. Um, sorry, my screen keeps turning off. Um, right, it's, it's finding the balance between those two things. But we do have some hard rules here from Atomic Mass Games. It says four to sixteen players. The expectation is four rounds and with that you should have a very clear this person has is the best right and in a store championship you're expected to have at least 16 players so we should be at least in that then we're, we're in the 20 realm Marcel when we're looking at just the rules looks like the expectation is four rounds followed by a top four so the interesting thing is this um you know the, the idea of having five rounds um, to kind of because you're over that number technically if we're just going by the letter of the law doesn't exist but sometimes as tos right you have that needing to tweak it so i think there's a balance if, if i was running an event so for instance i i am right i'm helping helping ron as the judge they they they're aware that okay cool this is we need to get there's a good chance that we need six rounds worth of time to complete this event um now for some stores they might tell you just no if that is the case then you cap it at 16 and you're done you just say the first 16 people if you're trying to go by the letter of the law if you're not that's when in my opinion is if you're altering these rules in any way, the expectation is day of, you follow those rules. 
whatever it is you say, even if even if it's you say you're playing five rounds, whatever it is, um, because you I don't know. I feel like you create this weird situation where if day of you decide to change it and you go, hey, hey, player, you're cool with me changing the rules, right? It creates this really weird social situation when you are kind of like asking for permission to change the rules um so for any you know tos that are that are that are or people who are thinking about becoming tos uh if you set a rule my suggestion this is from dion is to just follow what you said uh it gets you in the least amount of like people having kind of feels bad um but that's kind of where where i'm at uh ryan i saw you kind of shaking and bobbing with me a little bit yeah i overall right so the best thing you can do as a to is set your guidelines of what the structure is going to be and stick to it especially if it's day of the event if it's like a couple weeks prior to the event and you're seeing your attendance numbers spike or be in a certain range where some people are questioning is should it be this setup or this setup and then the store is trying to it's a timing thing right because i think yes there is a tournament rules doc i would i would err on the side of that as guidelines because mm -hmm. still the final ruler is going to be the store owner basically Yep. Um, now, You're using my space. If, if, you do what I say. <laughs> exactly. Now, if there becomes an actual issue where enough players and maybe even the TO feel like that store didn't provide the necessary things to run an apical event, that's something you would report to AMG or Asmodee, or even before reporting, have a sit-down discussion with the store owner and see where the miscommunication or where the failings were. That's a side thing you can take care of, but. Mm -hmm. If everything goes well and you talk to your and talk to the store and you are given a time like players can start coming in here and register you can start and then until we close or until they say you need to wrap it up by that's what's going to more dictate your time available to uh how many games you play in a store champ than anything mm -hmm. um generally uh when i've taking taken some advice from uh, some of the judge staff from Worlds, uh, the, the all-star the all-star uh, crew that we had, um, and sort of mirroring the the um, the setup they had, which was prioritizing more rounds of Swiss than cut. Is overall with most events, more rounds of Swiss you have in comparison to a large to to the size of a cut. Um, more Swiss will generate a more true representation of the quality and success of players that day than having like a four-round top four cut. I would err on more of the side of four-round top two cut, um, for, in particular for the 17 to 32 range of players. Or you could actually just make that five rounds because you're essentially just if those two players were going to play in a top two cut they were probably going to play against each other in the the fifth round of swiss anyway right um unless there's a there's a situation where they have already played earlier in the day then they each get paired outs or something like that it's unlikely but weird things can happen in, some, in those situations um but baseline 
if you're a judge or TO, stick to whatever was set in your event, Facebook event, breakdown, whatever, whatever you've publicized this as. Stick to it unless you've made an unless you've actually in a week or a week or plus ahead made updates so that everyone's available to know before the day of the event. Like advance notice that hey, we're updating this because we have this many players, but the store says we can only do this. So here's our update, right? Um, and definitely don't ever, ever like look at the whole store and be like, hey, do you guys want to do this? Like, no, it's be be the quote bad guy and make the decisions for yep. everyone. If people want to, so a, one could be as an example, you play four rounds, you have 24 players. It comes out that like we could just cut to the top two and everyone can go home or everyone can just stay and play five rounds. Um, that's a reasonable question you could ask an audience, but that's not a reasonable question you ask your audience the day of the event. That's something you should ask your audience a couple weeks prior with a mm. poll or a general community question like, hey, guys, do most of you feel like you'd want to stay for all five rounds or would you rather do four rounds and top two cut? Maybe because of space, the store might have a real say in whether you can do one or the other as well. Depending on any other things they have scheduled. So, um, baseline, these are all guidelines. Um, and anything is pretty much up to the store's time frame for you. Um, I did have a good discussion uh, with a few people who, who were on the opposite side of the world structure, being the prioritizing more Swiss rounds mm -hmm. than cut rounds. They like the idea of having the cut that's set up in the tournament regulation document because essentially with the uh, tighter cut version, um, mirrored or similar inspired by Worlds, uh, you're basically telling most players once they get the one loss, they're kind of out, mm -hmm. basically. Um, so the drive to continue playing kind of drops off completely after one loss doesn't mean you can't like there could be a situation where someone it's an odd number of undefeateds someone gets the pair down they lose the pair down and then someone and there has to be the one player that wins in the undefeated so now there's only one undefeated and it's still one more round to go so no one's technically completely out but the tighter the cut the less chance that that one lost player can get in and compete for it and some people like the feeling of still being able to compete even with just one loss. You know, the, the chance of getting a bad matchup or some variance or just, you know, having a little bit of forgiveness can feel a little nicer for store champ level events. And I, I, I could sympathize with that for sure. And I could see people erring on the side of the, the, the slightly larger cut uh, that is set up in the tournament reg doc versus the tighter cut guideline that um, I generally inspire my stuff by. Mm -hmm. Will, thoughts? I mean, that's that's communication as, as uh, with anything is got to be uh, the, the route you take uh, to ensure that everyone's satisfied. Yeah, once you make those rules clear, um, Pretty straightforward. Now, as far as the different kinds of events, I mean, it does, uh, what do I want to say, take different kinds of events. Uh, if you have a longer day, you you know, uh, you can maybe squeeze in those two rounds of cut after uh, a day of Swiss. But I think the 
maybe maybe I could bounce it back to you guys. What is the preferred amount of rounds per day, like cut included? For for myself, it's about five. Seems good. Mm-hmm. Start fading after that. Yeah, five. Uh, I think six becomes. Um... Well, actually, you don't do six. So it would be because if you're doing a six round, only two people are actually playing six. Right. Uh, right. Because at that point, you're doing four rounds and then a top four and a top two. Uh, mm-hmm. So in, in reality, that's a four round. And then you have four people that stick around a fifth round and two two people that stick around a final round. Um, but uh, it, may, it may be because I'm getting older just in endurance wise like I, I i don't miss the seven day gen con i was gonna say we used to do seven days no yeah, problem. yeah i mean the seven <laughs> game gen con, like i don't miss that um or the seven day the seven game the, the store champs yeah. till midnight or so yeah yeah i remember <laughs> one, one time store final, baby. was just so no, upset yeah I, re- I remember the f- first store champ that i was in no not the first store champ that i won not that i wasn't it wasn't the first one i was in i played ron Speaking of Ron Longy, I played Ron in the final, and somebody was streaming it. I don't know if it was you, uh, UDON or something, but somebody was streaming it. It ended at 3 in the morning. That was me. Was it you? <laughs> that was me. Was that, was that Unlimited yeah. Finals? Yep. No. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but still, it was like a no, I done. The, I did it twice at past times where we got just stupid late. It was that, and then there was one untimed, untimed final before that. That yeah, was, it was with Lyle Hayhurst. It was, it was brutal. Like, it was, like, yeah, don't do three in the morning, please. All right, what about Ryan and your opinion? How many, how many rounds are you looking for per day? Like, what is what is your preferred amount? I mean, nowadays I prefer five. Five is very digestible for one whole day for one person to, to play. And back to the store timing thing, like, if a sto- most stores... I assume open around noon on a Saturday or Sunday and go till on a Sunday. It's probably till like seven, eight o'clock at the latest on Saturday. They probably go to like nine or 10 or maybe later. It depends on the mm-hmm. store. Um, if you're, if you don't have a store that's, that's able to open early for at least registration or, and, or just, starting the day earlier so that the games can get done i mean five rounds assume each round is going to take about an hour and a half because there's that little like there's the setup time there's the in between so your that's your hour 15 game time plus extra 15 minutes ish each so hour and a half times five i mean we're looking at three three seven and a half Seven and a half hours, right? So if a store plus, starts plus noon, an hour lunch or thirty minute lunch, an hour lunch, right? Yeah. So can, can so, I can I give you a hot take, quick hot take? I I think I some people might not like this. I think as an event runner, stop giving people hour lunch. I my per I think bring your lunch, eat it in between the round. And the, so, the only reason I say that, let, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me tell you why. Let me cook. There is always, there is almost always somebody who shows up late. Almost always, and you oh, put just lay down the hammer. I mean, like, I mean, I agree. If, I if agree. If you're not back by X time, you forfeit your game. 
Sorry. I, I agree, but here's the thing. I mean, I'm not I'm not calling other TOs soft, okay? But what I'm saying is that you there are some soft TOs where they don't they, they where it's like your local like one just one of your guys that just decided one of your local players that just decided to be like, all right, hey, I'll 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 take this and like, oh well, oh hey man, uh, Marcel's not back yet. Oh, this is awkward now because he's my friend. Now I would lay down the hammer and be like, hey, sorry, bro. You lost your game. You weren't here. But it puts people in weird situations. So I I go for shorter lunches or just don't have them. I usually yeah, eat, I think, you, I think it actually I think, could do is say you have a 45-minute lunch. If you're not back here by X time, you, you, you forfeit. But like that – so it's one of those things. You, you tell someone to be there by a certain time expecting people to be late. So you say you have a 45-minute lunch, but you know you are planning for the hour. I hate that, though, because then the, the problem <laughs> is that you got them. people who play the them. other game. They're like, they said 45 minutes. Ah, we should be fine. Yeah, there's the early so, people, though. Right? I, I think that there's a um, you reward a, a, a the little people. bit of both. Like one of them is if you're doing four rounds, you could probably get away with it. But if you if you I would like five rounds becomes like a, a a full day. Now I agree that an hour lunch is is, is excessive, um, but a thirty minute lunch I think is, is 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 fine. But that's thirty minutes. Like you know how like you get normally like five ten minutes to go from one table to the other table. And right. I'm saying thirty minutes. Like thirty minutes to clean up from your last game eat and then be ready and prepared and and you know so it's, it's a instead of a 10 minute between tables it's a 30 minute between tables like something like that makes sense uh i think an hour just is you know you don't nobody needs an hour to eat <laughs> like unless you're gonna say, go to like a steakhouse and they're gonna you know like, like do some it may vary on and this is on to and maybe in the store to be aware um what actual food establishments are nearby and the speed yeah, at which you as, can get food? Because I, at, at my local when I was in England, there was nothing within 30 minute drive. So it, it was kind of like, non, well, I'll say 15 minute drive. There was nothing within 15 minute drive. So if you're in that situation, I'm there, just, I'm minutes back, the TO just be like, hey guys, you should probably yeah. bring something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what we usually True. did. Um, or like the store there had like food to eat. Yeah. They had like microwave meals kind of thing. But, so, yeah. So, it, but like if at my local now, there's like, there's like a Jimmy John's next door, like in the same apartment, uh, in the same building complex. There's a McDonald's, like within walking distance. There's all this different stuff that you could do quick where like we could definitely get away with like a 30 or 45 minute lunch. Yeah, big, 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 big ups to uh, Francois mm -hmm. uh, again for that store championship because like he he combated it just by ordering a bunch of pizzas. Yep, and he, yep. I mean, of course, not everyone's going to uh, be that kind and that trusting, trusting. I'm saying because he he ate the cost up, of, up yeah, front. He yeah, he bought a bunch of pizzas. He ate the cost, and then on the honor system, he told people like, "Hey, if if you're if you're taking if you're grabbing some pizza, just contribute." He left the box there where people can drop some cash on there, or you know, like I, I sent him a PayPal, uh, like paid him online. But again, I, I understand not everyone's going to have the ability or the willingness to eat that cost up front. However, you can also, 
if you know that, you know, in, in uh, James' case where there's nothing to eat and you know that ahead of time, it's, hey, you know, communication, like Will said. Communicated like there is nothing to eat close by. You can have two options. Registration fee is $15 and bring your own food and we'll give you 15 minutes to eat it or registration will be $25 and we'll have food here for you yeah. and this is what we're going to be like bringing bringing pizza sandwiches yeah, you, burgers whatever you can just bake in that like uh event cost as long as you work with like the store you got to talk to the store because some stores depend, won't, won't do that for you or you can do it on yeah, the side cause, yeah because some stores are like you handle everything and then give us when you're done let, like, hand us this like, amount, amount of money hand us this amount of money right yeah. and some stores are like no we're you're like the players are paying us directly and then we're giving you what you need yeah so it depends on how you do that but you could definitely do like venmo paypal whatever if in the event that if the store is running it to where like hey you know throw me five bucks and i'll order pizza for the entire events you know um for each player like i, f I feel like that is more than fair um and then like it's also people can kind of like throw in like what kind of pizza they do want um like with their event ticket order with their uh reservation i will say i saw it in chat um oh yeah uh nutano while i like the spirit of the idea to start doing x-wing potlucks as part of x-wing events i get the feeling that people there might be people that start bringing so much stuff we won't have the table space to actually lay everything out <laughs> like people start bringing crock pots of like chili and like, it's like pretty extravagant stuff to like show off their cooking skills as a potluck to like you're gonna run out of actual playing table space they have to create like table sets just for the potluck as long as there's room for cookies, I think I think it's fine. Mm. Just don't take up the cookies. Easy to room. make room for cookies. <laughs> nice, awesome. I mean, so I mean that's that. Uh, we I know we we've we've veered a little bit there from the how many rounds, but lunch lunch is always a. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we tangent it we, we we <laughs> from the math of the day. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we assume seven and a half hours of actual like play-ish slash in-between rounds, and let's just say 30 minutes for a lunch because I built in the hour and a half to the 15 minutes in between each round. So you're looking at eight hours for that day. If you start at noon, you're ending at you're ending at 8 p.m. if it goes on the dot. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and it never does sometimes it doesn't <laughs> so uh buffer space is nice but i think even with that math i've there's buffer space of 15 minutes add on top of each round so uh flexes around it's the half hour lunch etc so assume it's eight hours make sure your store can accommodate at least that i would say agreed agreed all right so i mean that that right there, you know, we talked a little bit about consistency. James, you didn't get to talk too much about it. I know you do a lot of TOing. Anything to add when it comes to having that, uh, you know, competitive consistency for your players? Um, for me, it's always I, – I just try to, like, as much as possible, stick to the tournament doc. Um, and for me, that gives players consistency if they go to an event that's not mine, if I'm not, mm -hmm. if I'm not TOing it. Because if I stick to the tournament doc strictly as much as I can, then, uh, you know, I, I'm doing everything in my in my power to, you know, keep that consistent between different TOs. Because I, when I was in England and doing TOing, 
um, there was like three or four stores that we would all schedule events, like to make sure that like we weren't on the same like weekend or like alternate months or whatever it was. So, yeah. Uh, and trying to keep that consistency between the different stores uh, was very nice, and we just kind of all agreed that it was like, okay, well, here's the tournament dock. We can just use this. So uh, trying to keep as strict to that as possible. Awesome. Yeah, man. The, I, I think one of the things we're definitely pointing to is don't change your mind day of. Don't don't change it day of. That's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad. It, it can. It just creates feels bad. I would say uh, unless. Okay, I'm gonna say this, but don't use this cop out. Unless your hand is forced by something that the store that is out of your hands. Strenuous yep. circumstances that you have do not have control over. Correct. Yeah, I mean, or even something like the you know power goes out for 30 minutes so now you have to delay things for 30 minutes and you start back up and you're like hey you know a close store closes at eight and a fifth round is going to take us to nine o'clock you know so we're just going to call it here correct awesome i mean that uh that pretty much hits that ryan you had uh you had given your your thing there i mean that's what really we wanted we wanted to hit you know the the tournament experience um, is something that is, uh, of course, important for the growth of the game. And, like, so th- one of the ways to look at this, like, Marcel is a is a – I mean, all of us, we've, we've been playing this game a long time. If we have one negative experience at a tournament – that it doesn't necessarily in the grand scheme of things affect us you're like oh man that you know there was a mistake made here <sighs> whatever not a big deal doesn't bother me but when you have maybe newer players or a player who's never played in a tournament i know at um first when we were at this last uh, not last weekend but the one before that there was I think two players who said hey this is my first tournament right and um I think probably the worst situation I've heard of, uh, this was a couple years back, was a TO saying, hey, we're going to play five. We're going to play five rounds. A player showed up. They got to buy round one and then found out that the event was only going to be three rounds after changing it and then played only two games after driving like an hour and a half. So like that, that kind of situation can definitely create some feels bad, and it wasn't a situation where they had to change it; they just felt like changing it. Um, and they said, "Oh, five rounds for sure. We're gonna get to play five rounds." But anyway, um, don't create weird situations unless, like we've mentioned, it's out of your hands. Uh, anything you guys wanted to throw out? Actually, you know what? This is a great question. Somebody asking here, how much this is from Sore Fry, Sore Free, Sofrito. I'm gonna call you Sofrito. That's delicious um, seasoning that a lot of Hispanic cultures use. Uh, what should cost be looking like for tournaments? I'm seeing store championships ranging from $5 to $20. What is a sweet spot for your community? That's a great question. I know the ones we've been at have been 15 or 20 in the Chicagoland area that I've seen. I think they've all been 15. I don't think I've been at a 21 yet. I think 15 is a good number as long as you have enough people, like Ryan mentioned in the chat, as long as you have enough people to cover the cost that the store is putting in. Yep. Um, and then if, it, if you're going above that, uh, 
you should have some spicy. Um, right, you're, you're you're either that money's going towards a store prizes. credit, yeah. some type of yeah. additional prizes or something like that. Um, but I know. Yeah. Maybe include food. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing Finds that I food is I, its own prize. So, for for some events, I say, hey, this is the ticket price, and it includes food. You like basically don't get a choice. It's like if you're if you're in, you get the full package. Like there's sometimes there's not a there's not a choice there. Um, I would say you know one other thing to be mindful of if as a player if you've never planned one of these before, or maybe you're planning to do one in the future, is that one of the risks is people not showing up, right? And the store needs to cover the cost of the kit because those kits aren't free. Like, you do have to pay for them from the manufacturer. Now, some stores are more willing than others to eat the cost on that. But the thing is that X-Wing is not Magic the Gathering, right? Magic the Gathering tournaments, some, I see them sometimes run them for free. Five yeah, they will, they bucks. They absolutely <laughs> eat into that. Right? Like just they, because they're generating so much more profit. Correct. From, like, packs. So, yeah, X-Wing, like, I think... On average, you're probably getting only like one to two X Wing sales that day. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, what you um, that, that's what I was gonna say. The the price really also depends on um, like know your audience. So know your audience as far as the people that are buying. You know, understand like how many people are, are gonna show up and what people are comfortable paying with. Uh, one and also what they pay with if there's other tournaments close by. Like you don't want to be you know somebody charging 15 and you're charging 30 um so know your audience there but also know your audience as far as the you know the the store owner uh the store owner will have different expectations so some store owners will be like you know what um i just want to cover the cost of the kit and you know that that's it like i don't need uh some store owners really don't even care about the cost of the kit i've seen some of the store championships that we've had here just mostly what they want is they just want it's like it's like advertising is promotion mm-hmm. yes x-wing does not sell a lot of yeah, x-wing is not a big mover uh there's not that big of a release schedule however x-wing players happen to be also players who play gloomhaven players who play legion so uh, the people, the the person that plays X-wing is most likely people that shop at game stores anyway for their, you know, beer and chips, you know, Saturday night game with friends. So it is a an introduction to the store to new players that you know that that are coming in. So understand what the what the expectation of the store owner is, is you know, and and have that conversation ahead of time. Like, hey, you know, this is the price of the kit. This is, you know, what is your expectation? Like, or, and um, negotiate with them. I mean, if they're really trying to like use it as a revenue generator, just, um, just kind of talk to them and be, and, and you know, sell them on. Uh, well, this gonna be, it's gonna attract new players, and it's gonna, you know, not just new players. It's gonna attract new people to your store. Uh, maybe people that don't show up for league nights and stuff like that, they'll be familiar, and they're probably driving distance. So when they want need to buy something, they might stop here and buy it or something like that. Another um, another thought here, real quick, is for some stores that want to get some type of you know income back in because maybe they have an employee working the event or something like that which just happens sometimes um and if they're looking for solutions to make some money on the tournament outside of just um 
outside of just paying for the kit one solution that you can give to your store owners is be like hey maybe you want maybe we charge uh, $20 for the kit 10 of, or for for the event 10 of it goes towards the kit cost but they get $10 in store credit because yeah. that that's a way to kind of give a a win-win to both players because I've been at events where it's like hey what your entry is essentially purchasing store credit is kind of what what I've been at before as well yeah I, I do love when events do that because um, I always try to make it a point, especially if I'm going to a, a brand new store that I've never been to before. Mm -hmm. um, I always make, make a point of buying like a board game or so, some kind of like tangible purchase that's more than like you know five dollars for snacks um, whenever I go, just to like support that store for them hosting. Mm -hmm. But them putting money back into us, which is them us putting money back, it, it's. It's a symbiotic relationship kind of thing. Like right. we're both we're both winning here, because if I'm getting ten dollars store credit, I'm gonna try to use all of that ten dollars store credit. Oh yeah, I'm not leaving anything be... on the table. I don't know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, which means, I'm, which means I'm paying. Which means I'm paying real my money. At some point, you know, ten at ten dollar that break point, I'm gonna be getting like a twenty dollar thing of like, well, it's half off. Yeah, so, bonus. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I got a coupon. I'm, I'm losing money if I don't get this. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I do love the the store credit somewhere in there but even if it's just like um if it's like a 16 person event, i think in our 16 person event we did we had like six or seven um store credit coupons that were just like uh, a couple for the top players and then it was like randomly raffled yep so thanks we've actually talked a ton about like making sure you quote cover the cost of the kit i don't even know this for sure does anyone here actually know 100% what the costs of the store champ kits are to the stores. I know for like 30%, it's 200. But I have no idea. <laughs> for, for, for 100%. For 30, what do you mean for 30%? <laughs> yeah, 30% sure. <laughs> it's 200. I'm not sure of the cost of the exact kit because they haven't. They, it was available directly from distributors, so that's something that wasn't ever, ever published. I'm sure it could probably find out in a casual conversation. If you know, let us know. Um, it's got to be cheaper than that though, because if you had a 15 or 16 person event at only 15 dollars, how much is that? 16 times 15 mathematicians yeah. aka who can calculate faster 240 240 I mean, it could be 40 could be 40 yeah. yeah it could be could 200 be around 200 yeah divided by 16 would be 12 dollars and 50 cents per person. uh lutano said 45 canadian okay. all right i have a hard time believing that that's crazy that's amazing. i mean it is predominantly there's no acrylic tokens the cardboard cardboarding cards yeah. that's true it's i guess yeah. cheap the production. cardboard is the most expensive thing to produce out of that set but if they got enough of it it doesn't it's actually not that expensive you know what i mean like if they, they if there's if it's a short run that's where the cost of that ends up going going really high oh, um, um saruman brings up a a good thing um as a reminder i think this was an initiative started by chris allen he posted in fly better if after you're done with a store kit with a store, ask if your store's okay with you taking any of the foreign language cards that aren't used or other language cards that aren't used 
because the kits have four sets of um, language cards being English, French, German, and Spanish. Um, Chris Allen is trying to collect them and help distribute them out to other people across the world so that they can have their own store events with these prize supports because a lot of these cards will likely go unused in these other languages and we would like for everyone to have a chance at acquiring them throughout the various countries that utilize these other languages. Does that does that mean they're sending all of their American car their English cards here? <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, that's our show for today. We're hoping that your store championship season is doing well. We hope to see you at one of these world open qualifiers that we talked about. Again, links for everything that we talked about will be in the descriptions below. Remember, you're going to see us at the Nova Open, Golden State Games, the St. Laurent Open. I actually just got a text. You'll see us at the Las Vegas Open as well. And uh, probably Worlds. Probably, I mean, I mean, come on. Probably, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, unless we've been pre fired. Hopefully, not. We'll find out. Thanks for watching, everybody. Be smart and be safe, and see you soon. Gold Squadron. <laughs>